This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. So friends, pretty much from now to the Western Conservative Summit, we're going to be featuring speakers at the summit, so you get a little flavoring. What's that? An amuse-bouche? Is that what they call that? Geronimo? I don't know. I don't eat at enough fancy restaurants, but they... They give you a little taste of what you're going to experience. Well, we're going to be doing that on the Frontier Freedom Hour with speakers you're going to hear at the Western Conservative Summit, people you're going to be able to interact with, talk to, meet, get pictures with. These are the leaders of the conservative movement, and one of these is, I, I can't believe he's only 20 years old. He is just rocking it. We met him when he was even younger than that, almost kind of like a born natural leader, and Friends, I got to tell you, it's one of the greatest joys I have with the Western Conservative Summit. If you go back, you'll see speakers that have changed the direction of this country, and they were very young when they came to the Western Conservative Summit. People like Ben Shapiro, 2016, uh, spoke at the Western Conservative Summit. Charlie Kirk's been a regular at the summit. Matt Walsh, we hosted in like 18 or 19. He came back last year. But I, I, I have this uh, uh, amazing ability to recognize talent, of, especially in the conservative movement, of people that are up and coming. And one of those guys that you've got to follow on Twitter, you got to see what he's doing, is C.J. Pearson. He's with PragerU. And C.J. is going to be speaking at this year's summit, so you're going to get a chance to hear from him now and then meet with him in just a few weeks. Uh, tickets are on sale at westernconservativesummit.com. That's westernconservativesummit.com. The summit's June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver, Colorado. CJ, thank you, my friend, for being on the show. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, CJ. So I've, I've started to notice these, like, little clones, these, like, little Biden uh, paid-for clones. And now... Important for everyone to understand, we're not in the business of getting anybody elected, but I want to talk about this phenomenon. Uh, CCU is a 501c3. We're, we don't get in campaigns. But you're going to see these, these, these young people popping up on TikTok with, like, literally campaign ads, and they're being paid for by the campaigns. And, and CJ, you've been fighting these, like, Gen Z super popular TikTok people online. Give people an insight into what's happening here. Yeah, you know, what's insane, it's kind of just, you know, these 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 kids who are 20 years old, they're, they're, they're actually my age, who are bought and paid for by the DNC. And, you know, what's interesting about it is that they're not upfront about it. You know, they're not saying that these you know videos that they're making, touting the accomplishments and the record of Joe Biden or, or sponsored posts, they're just, you know, presenting it as their actual genuine belief. And, you know, a part of me gets it. You know, at the end of the day, um, wouldn't you have to be paid to support Joe Biden, too? Probably. And so I understand <laughs> that. You know, I give them a little bit of leeway in that regard. But really, it's disingenuous. But, but, it, but again, like I said, it makes sense. When you look at the record of this president, when you look at record high inflation, record high gas prices, it, it, it's not a record to run on. And so what we're seeing is that he has to essentially buy these young voices um, to show for his agenda because the agenda has failed to deliver for the American people. And what's interesting is, you know, as you said, I've been calling these people out. You know, if, if, let's meet in the battlefield of ideas. Let's have these conversations about these, you know, these, these principles that you claim to profess. Uh, but what I've noticed is that there's not that much of a willingness 
to do it. And I, and I wonder why. I guess, you know, in a debate, when you don't have DNC talking points in front of you, it becomes a little bit harder to defend the positions uh, that you're professing. Yeah. In one instance, you challenged him to have a, a Twitter Spaces. So Twitter Spaces is where uh, it's essentially a conference call. People can yeah. all together have a conversation. And so these young leftists that are all on TikTok and getting paid a lot of money by Democratic campaigns, and they're they're literally pushing just DNC talking points, right? It, it, I mean, it's, it's not even it's not even kind of fun or creative. They're just like uh, Joe Biden has provided the best economy in American history, and Donald Trump is the worst person ever. I mean, you get these kind of like yeah. okay, they're just like looking at the camera, but they're really popular among young people. So you're going to see these kind of start to pop up. And so you challenged this guy, one of the bigger ones. By the way, he doesn't nearly have the Twitter following that you do, C.J. Pearson, uh, Prager. <laughs> yeah. You're well over 400,000. I was looking, this, this young whippersnapper on the other side was uh, around like 140,000. So yeah. uh, you're, you're the big name here, C.J. And you invite him to a Twitter spaces, and I think he initially agreed, but then he didn't turn into it and uh, declined. What happened there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's interesting is that, you know, I challenged him yesterday morning to this debate. Uh, you know, didn't hear anything back. You know, we ended up on a Twitter spaces together last night. And I said, hey, you know, now that we're all in the same place, let me ask you to your face, like, why will you not have this debate? And then he, you know, he, he goes back and forth about it, makes all these excuses. And he's like, well, I'll have the debate on TikTok. And I was like, okay, well, if we do this debate on TikTok, you control the entire platform and all of these things. You can mute me at any time. You can boot me, out, boot me off at any time. I'm not going to do that. Let's have it on YouTube. Let's have a neutral moderator. And at the end of the day, actually, it doesn't have to be neutral. If you want Joanne Reed to moderate this debate, I'm totally cool <laughs> with it. I, you know, I'm comfortable with that. That's not something that worries me. The point is, though, is that they're so afraid of their views being challenged on a widely distributed platform because they know that the emperor wears no clothes. You know, even in that Twitter space where we were talking about different policy issues, whether it was gun control or whether it was, you know, the issue of dark money and politics, when they don't have talking points in hand, they fumble and they fold. And that's the reality of it is, is that unfortunately what we have seen far too often is that so many young people are so indoctrinated because of, you know, what we're seeing in higher education and what we're seeing, um, you know, here with this little pay-for-play scheme is that they actually don't know how to critical think anymore. They don't know how to actually think. And so when they're actually forced to, you know, do a little bit of introspection, they're incapable of doing it, which is why I think that we have a lot going for us here on the right. You know, we have always tried to host debates at Colorado Christian University on these issues, and oftentimes we can't find other people on the other side. They've totally lost yeah. the ability to debate. And these are nonpartisan. These are issue-oriented debates. We did one on gun control the other day, and and the, yeah. the, the prompt was that increasing gun control laws would improve public safety. We outreached to leaders, grassroots leaders of the gun control movement. Nobody came. We outreached to professors. Nobody came. We outreached to the lawmakers that were introducing these laws. <laughs> so they're willing to write the laws that are going to impact your Second Amendment rights. Can you please come and explain how this is going to improve public safety? It is the point of your law. And they would not come. I mean, it was, it was just a, it was the, the other side, the leftist side is not willing to engage in ideas because they are bankrupt. But I think it's important, yeah. especially our audience, your children, your grandchildren are going to be inundated via social media. They're not going to spend the money on cable television the way they're going to spend it on TikTok and Instagram to 
exactly. essentially brainwash the the next generation into embracing leftist ideas. It's going to be overwhelming. It's coming. So get ready for that. So CJ Prager, you, I want yeah. to talk a little bit about this trip to the border. We've got about two minutes in this segment, and then we'll carry it over to the next segment. But uh, tell us what you were doing down there and what you saw. Yeah, you know, so a few weeks ago, you know, we had the opportunity to go to the border. Uh, we headed to Del Rio, Texas, and really wanted to get a firsthand view of what is actually happening on our southern border, a, a crisis that the mainstream media is just all but completely ignoring. And, you know, what we saw and what we heard, I, I've got to say, it, it made me sick to my stomach. You know, I'm talking to American citizens, people who live in these border communities. So, I mean, they feel abandoned by this administration because there's no help coming. You know, they're talking about how, you know, there, was, there are nights when their homes are surrounded by illegal aliens knocking on their doors, knocking on their windows. And these are families with young children, you know, with husbands, with wives, all of these things. Imagine that being your everyday reality. And, you know, one thing that, you know, that was really interesting to me is that they don't call it a crisis anymore down in Del Rio. They don't call it a crisis anymore in El Paso, Texas. They call it an invasion because wow. that is what it's become. And, you know, what's, what's, unfortunate is that this seems to be you know likely to get a whole lot worse before it gets any better is the title 42 ending which was a special power given um you know to the border patrol by the cdc that allowed them to expel illegal aliens immediately uh, upon capture is going away biden is not renewing it meaning that there are currently 30,000 illegal aliens on the other side of the el paso texas border waiting to bombard the border on May 12th, the day after this ends, because they know that they will not be sent back home. This is uh, it's, it's dangerous stuff, and I think that we've got to keep talking about it, because this is, like, like I said, they're not calling it a crisis anymore. They're calling it an invasion. Did you say 30,000 have essentially 30, amassed at the border and are just waiting? And what was the date that this is going to end, May? Yeah, so it ends May 11th, and May, May 12th is when 11th. the crossings are expected to start. Wow. And I think, you know, generally as conservatives, we we understand the history of this country. We, we've embraced the idea that this is a country made up of immigrants. And so we have no problem when you come into this country legally, you follow the pathway, you become a citizen, you embrace the American principles. I mean, you go down and you watch those citizenship ceremonies, incredibly powerful. But if you're willing to embrace the very same law-breaking mentality that broke your country and bring that to our country, you're only going to create problems. Friends, we're talking with C.J. Pearson of PragerU. He's a featured speaker at the 2023 Western Conservative Summit. Let me just name off some of these speakers. We're going to have Dr. Yoram Hazoni, the great Israeli political philosopher who wrote the book Conservatism, A Rediscovery, Seth Dillon, Eric Metaxas, Tulsi Gabbard, Lauren Boebert, Mr. C.J. Pearson, of course. Isabel Brown will be back with us in Turning Point USA. Representative Harriet Hageman. Kofay Anderson will be providing music. Mr. Red, White, and Blue. Friday night at the Western Conservative Summit. Frank Gaffney. Mark David Hall, who wrote the book, Did America Have a Christian Founding? All of those folks at the 2023 Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th. We're going to continue this conversation with the great C.J. Pearson. When we come back, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.